body grows bigger. Your mind must flower. It's great to learn. Cause knowledge is power. Your schoolhouse rocket, a chip off the block of your favorite schoolhouse Hello, my name is Michael, and I obsess. I come across something that grabs me, and I consume until I can't take anymore, and then I'm on to the next. Some obsessions last a week, others a lifetime. It is my intention to explore these obsessions with you as they occur while the passion is hot. Welcome to Eclectic Obsessions. Saturday mornings in the 1970s were all about cartoons. I would wake up an hour before they even came on so I wouldn't miss a second. Literally hours of programming were directed completely at kids. Everything from commercials and news breaks, including PSAs and educational interstitials. We will be exploring one series of these interstitials, known collectively as Schoolhouse Rock, on this episode of Eclectic Obsessions. Schoolhouse Rock is an American programming series of animated musical educational short films and later videos that aired during the Saturday morning children's programming block on U.S. television network ABC. The topics included grammar, science, economics, history, mathematics, and civics. The series' original run lasted from 1973 to 1985. It was later revived with both old and new episodes airing from 1993 to 1999. Additional episodes were produced in 2002 and 2009 for direct-to-video release. Schoolhouse Rock began as a commercial advertising venture by David McCall, half of the Madison Avenue advertising agency McCaffrey and McCall. The idea came to McCall when he noticed one of his sons, who was having trouble in school remembering the multiplication tables, knew all the lyrics to then-current rock songs. McCall called upon copywriter George Newell, also a jazz pianist, to see if he knew of anyone who was up to the task. They eventually enlisted composer and jazz bebop legend Bob Doro, who solely composed all the multiplication rock tunes. Soon, Dave Frischberg, Lynn Ahrens, and others came on board to create the various schoolhouse rock numbers. Performers included not only Doro and Ahrens, but also included the distinctive voices of such jazz singers as Jack Sheldon, Blossom Deary, and Grady Tate, pop singer Esra Moha, the doo-wop group The Tokens, and others. The first song recorded was Three is a Magic Number, written by Doro, and a children's record was compiled and released. Tom Yeo listened to the first song and began to doodle pictures to go with the lyrics. He told McCall that the songs would make a good animation. When a print workbook version fell through, McCall's company decided to produce their own animated versions of the songs, which they then sold to ABC, which was already the advertising company's biggest account, based on a demo animation of the original Three is a Magic number for its Saturday morning lineup. Newhall and Yo, along with agency account executive Radford Stone, pitched their idea to Michael Eisner, then vice president of ABC's Children's Programming Division. 
Eisner brought longtime Warner Brothers cartoonist and director Chuck Jones to the meeting to also listen to the presentation. The network's children's programming division had producers of its regular 30- and 60-minute programs cut three minutes out of each of their shows and sold General Foods on the idea of sponsoring the segments. The series stayed on the air for 12 years. Later sponsors of the Schoolhouse Rock segments also included Nabisco, Kenner Toys, Kellogg's, and McDonald's. During the early 1970s, Schoolhouse Rock was one of several short-form animated educational shorts that aired on ABC's children's lineup. Others included Time for Timer and The Bod Squad. Of the three, Schoolhouse Rock was the longest run. The original lineup, consisting of 37 episodes, was recorded and produced between 1972 and 1979. George Newell and Tom Yeo were the executive producers and creative directors of every episode, along with Bob Duro as musical director. The first season of Schoolhouse Rock, Multiplication Rock, debuted in 1973 and included all the multiplication tables from 2 through 12, with one episode devoted to powers of 10, My Hero Zero, instead of multiples of 10. This original series was followed in short order by a new series, run from 1973 to 1975, entitled Grammar Rock, which included nouns, verbs, adjectives, and other parts of speech such as conjunctions, explained in conjunction junction. For this second season, the show added the services of Jack Sheldon, a member of the Merv Griffin Show house band, as well as Lynn Ahrens, both of them contributed to the series through the rest of its run. To coincide with the upcoming United States Bicentennial, a third series, titled America Rock, airing in 1975 and 76, had episodes covering the structure of the United States government, such as I'm Just a Bill, along with important moments in American history. Examples include the preamble and Mother Necessity. A fourth series, titled Science Rock, followed in 1978 and 1979 and included a broad range of science-related topics. The season premiere of this season, A Victim of Gravity, parodied elements of the hit film Grease and featured a rare guest appearance from a pop band, with recently reunited doo-wop group The Tokens providing the vocals. In addition to episodes describing the human body's anatomical systems, the nervous, circulatory, skeletal, and digestive systems each received an episode. Episodes describing the physical sciences such as astronomy, meteorology, and electricity were also included, as was the energy blues and environmentalism-themed short. A fifth follow-up series titled Computer Rock, featuring the characters Scooter Computer and Mr. Chips, the only episodes in the series to feature any recurring characters, premiered in the early 1980s and comprised just four segments about home computer technology, then just emerging onto the scene. As the references and depictions became quickly outdated due to the rapid advance of technology, these segments stopped airing after 1985 and have not seen reruns in the 1990s revival. After leaving the airwaves in 1985, the original team reunited to produce two more Grammar Rock segments, Busy Prepositions and The Tale of Mr. Morton, for television in 1993 with J.J. Settlemyer Productions Incorporated of White Plains, New York. This was followed in 1995 by a new series, Money Rock, which discussed topics related to money management on both the personal and governmental scale. The first cartoon, also a J.J. Settlemyer production, was Dollars and Cents. Episodes from the new series aired in rotation with the original segments from 1994 to 1996. The Walt Disney Company acquired Schoolhouse Rock in 1996 along with its acquisition of ABC owner Capital Cities ABC Incorporated. 
Schoolhouse Rock was one of only two children's shows, the Bugs Bunny and Tweety show being the other, to continue airing, albeit in reruns, after the transition to one Saturday morning. The series as a whole, after 27 years, shortly before the show's 30th anniversary, ceased airing on television in 2000, with newer episodes being released directly to home video. However, the series occasionally was seen airing in reruns on Toon Disney's Big Movie Show block in 2004, but soon got removed from the schedule sometime later. As a result, the series officially came to an end on television and has not seen any more reruns since. Starting in 2002, the team once again reunited to produce a new song, I'm Gonna Send Your Vote to College, written by George Newell and performed by Bob Doro and Jack Sheldon for the release of the 30th anniversary DVD. For the new song, Tanyo Jr. took over as lead designer for his father, Tanyo Sr., who had died in 2000. Another contemporary song called Presidential Minute, also written by George Newell, which explained the process of electing the President of the United States in greater detail, was included on the 2008 DVD Schoolhouse Rock Election Collection, which centered on songs relating to American history and government. As the theory of climate change was put forth, a new series entitled Earth Rock was created by the original production team, premiered in 2009, and featured 11 environmentally-themed songs. On January 6, 2013, George Newell and Bob Doro appeared at the Kennedy Center in Washington, D.C. as part of their ongoing series of free concerts on the Millennium Stage. It was deemed the largest attendance to date of the venue. Duro played five songs accompanying himself on the piano. Three's a magic number, figure eight, conjunction junction, preamble, and I'm just a bill. Duro had only performed lead vocals on the original version of Three's a magic number. He also performed interjections accompanied by DC area kids band Rocknosaurus. Rocknosaurus also performed Electricity Electricity, Unpack Your Adjectives, Energy Blues, and Fireworks. A musical theater adaptation of the show, titled Schoolhouse Rock Live, premiered in 1996. It featured a collaboration between artists Scott Ferguson, Kyle Hall, George Keating, Lynn Ahrens, Bob Durrow, Dave Frischberg, and Kathy Mandry, utilizing some of the most famous songs of Newell and Yo. A follow-up production entitled Schoolhouse Rock Live 2, written by the same team as Schoolhouse Rock Live, premiered in Chicago in 2000. Multiplication Rock Three is a Magic Number Sung by Bob Duro, the pilot episode of the series, the magician shows how magic the multiplication of three really is, including a family of three and a football team whose uniforms are numbered in threes. This song was voted number seven on the 30th anniversary DVD's Top 25. The past and the present and the future Faith and hope and charity the heart and the brain and the body give you three as a magic number. It takes three legs to make a tripod or to make a table stand. It takes three wheels to make a vehicle called a tricycle. Every triangle has three corners, every triangle has three sides, no more, no less. You don't have to guess. When it's three, you can see it's a magic number. Man and a woman had a little baby. Yes, they did. They had three in the family. That's a magic number. 
six, nine, twelve, fifteen, eighteen, twenty-one, twenty-four, twenty-seven, thirty. Three, six, nine, twelve, fifteen, eighteen. 21, 24, 27, 30. Zero? Yeah. My Hero Zero. Sung by Bob Doro. A young boy portrayed as a superhero, later redesigned as Schoolhouse Rocky, the franchise mascot, shows his skeptical older sister the importance of the digit zero as well as multiplication by powers of ten. This song was voted number 11 on the 30th anniversary DVD's top 25. And then there are heroes of other sorts, like the heroes we know from watching sports. But a hero doesn't have to be a grown-up person, you know. A hero can be a very big dog who comes to your rescue, or a very little boy who's smart enough to know what to do. But let me tell you about my favorite hero. Did you ever stop to think about Zero? Zero is fantastic. Why, without the concept of zero, we'd never be able to multiply, divide, add, subtract, or even to count very high. My hero, zero. Such a funny little hero. But till you came along, we counted on our fingers and toes. Now you're here to stay. And nobody really knows how wonderful you are. Why, we could never reach a star. Without you, Zero, my hero, how wonderful you are. What's so wonderful about a zero? It's nothing, isn't it? Sure, it represents nothing alone. But place a zero after one, and you've got yourself a ten. See how important that is. Forty days and forty nights, didn't it rain, children? Elementary, my dear. Sung by Bob Doro. Multiplication of two is taught in the context of the story of Noah's Ark. This song was voted number 17 on the 30th anniversary DVD's and the Top 20. Brought back the olive tree leaf. He landed that ship near Mount Ararat, and one of his children grabbed Noah's robe and said, Hey, Dad, how many animals on this old ark anyway? Huh? Elementary, my dear, two times two is four. Elementary, my dear, two times three is six. Elementary, my dear, two times four is eight. Elementary, my dear, two times five is ten. Times one is two, of course, and it must occur to you You get an even number every time you multiply by two Elementary, my dear, two times six is twelve Elementary, my dear, two times seven is fourteen Elementary, my dear, two times eight is sixteen Elementary, my dear, two times nine is eighteen Two times ten is twenty Eleven twice is twenty-two Double twelve, that's twenty-four Thirteen twice is twenty-six Fourteen twice is twenty-eight Fifteen twice is thirty Now you build it up on thirty Sixteen twice is thirty-two Elementary Seventeen twice is thirty-four Elementary Eighteen twice is thirty-six Elementary Nineteen twice is thirty-eight Elementary Twenty twice is forty And it must occur to you You can double any number All you do is multiply by two Elementary, my dear, two times two is four. Ooh. Elementary, my dear, two times three is six. Yeah, elementary. The Four-Legged Zoo, sung by Bob Doro. A teacher, Miss Simpson, takes her class to the zoo where they use the animals, alpacas, ibexes, kudus, etc., to learn the multiplication of four. A rhinoceros and of course a 
hippopotamus, and oh yes, a horse. The Ralphian finds it a new one too. Giraffes and dolphins, quite a few. A llama, alpaca, vicuna, two zebras, ibexes, and one big kudu. It was swell. I like the gazelle. Now Miss Simpson said she teaches school, you know. Yeah, she took us in. Well, Miss Simpson said if you counted every head on these quadrupeds, then multiply that number by four, we'd know how many feet went through the door if we turned them all loose. Oh, but don't do that. It's really a groovy zoo. But anyway, what Miss Simpson said, it was a good chance to work on our fours and our heads. Ready or not, here I come. Sung by Bob Dura, it teaches about the multiplication of five through a game of hide and seek, in which the seeker, a country bumpkin, counts by fives. The song was voted number 16 on the 30th anniversary DVD's top 25. Apple, peaches, pumpkin pie. Who's not ready? Holler I. Oh, all right, I'll count it again, but you better get hit, kid. Here we go. 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60, 65, 70, 75, 80, 85, 90, 95, 100, 105, 110, 115, 120. There. six. Sung by Grady Tate. This is the first to feature an African-American kid as the main character of the series. It teaches about the multiplication of six with visits to the neighborhood candy store, a restaurant, and an African prince. He got six. I put mine with his and we got twelve. Six times two is twelve. Two times six. I got six. You got six. She got six. And we got eighteen all together. If we can get them all together. Six times three is eighteen. Three times six. I got six in my right hand, six in my left hand, six on my head. And you got six in your pocket. Put them all on the floor, and that's twenty-four. Six times four is twenty-four. Four times six. I got six red hens. They laid five eggs each. All the eggs hatched out, and the yard was full of thirty little chicks. Six times five is thirty. Six. One fine day, they all started in delay. I got 36 eggs and I took them in the house and I put them in boxes. Six eggs each, six boxes. Oh, six times six is 36. Six times six. Going to the candy store. I take six of these and six of those and six of them and six of the others and also six of the red and six of the white and six of the blue. I put them in one bag. That's 42. Six times seven is forty-two. Seven times. Lucky Seven Samson, sung by Bob Duro. Lucky Seven Samson is a happy-go-lucky but mischievous rabbit with the number seven stamped on the bottom of his right foot and a black circle around his left eye. He teaches kids from public school number seven about the multiplication of seven. Cause I was born neath a lucky star. Said I'd go far Making people happy That's my favorite game Lucky seven is my natural name Slipping and sliding my whole life through Still I get everything done That I got to do Cause I was born neath a lucky star School is where you are Oh, that's not hard 
Let me show you something. You multiply seven times one. I got seven days to get that problem done. Multiply seven times two. Take fourteen laughs when you're feeling blue. Multiply seven times three. A twenty-one day vacation you can play with me. Multiply seven times four. You got twenty-eight days. That's a one month more to pay the mortgage on your store. Don't worry. Figure eight. Sung by Blossom Deary. During school on a cold winter's day, young girls' thoughts about the multiplication of eight revolve around winter games, particularly ice skating. This song was voted number 12 on the 30th anniversary DVD's Top 25. Sung by Grady Tate, it teaches about the multiplication of nine during a cat and mouse version of billiards featuring a Minnesota Fats-like feline pool hustler who uses a white mouse as the cue ball. This song was voted number 21 on the 30th anniversary DVD's Top 25. When you're trying, multiplying by nine, you might give it everything you've got and still be stopped. If you don't know some secret way you can check on, you'll break your neck on naughty number nine. Now the first thing to keep in mind, when you're multiplying by nine, is that it's one less than ten. You see, nine is the same as ten minus one. So you could multiply your number by ten. And then subtract the number from the result, and you'd get the same product as if you'd multiplied by nine, and you knew it. I mean, eight times nine is eighty minus eight, and seven times nine is seventy minus seven, and six times nine is sixty minus six. You could use those tricks. The Good Eleven, sung by Bob Duro, winged angels take us through the multiplication of eleven while continuously bumping into the number ten. Good, 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 good eleven, hmm. yes, eleven almost makes multiplication fun. 
Some people get up at a quarter till seven. Other people lie bed till eight forty-five or nine. But I'm happy just to hang in there till eleven. 'Cause eleven has always been a friend of mine. Good eleven never gave me any trouble till after nine. Good, 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 good eleven. Eleven will always be a friend of mine. Little twelve toes. Sung by Bob Doro, a friendly alien, little Twelve Toes visits a country boy and teaches him about the multiplication of twelve, and briefly discusses the still uncommon duodecimal system. Well, with twelve digits—I mean fingers—he probably would have invented two more digits when he invented his number system. Then, if he'd saved the zero for the end, he could count and multiply by twelves just as easily as you and I do by tens. Six fingers on each hand. He'd probably count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Deck L Do. Deck and L being two entirely new signs meaning ten and eleven, single digits. And his twelve Do would have been written one zero. Get it? That'd be swell to multiply by twelve. Hey, little twelve toes, I hope you're well. Must be some far-flung planet where you dwell. If we were together, you could be my cousin. Down here we call 'em a dozen. Hey, little twelve toes, please come back home. Grammar rock. A noun is a person, place, or thing. Sung by Lynn Aarons. This was the first song that Lynn Aarons did for this series. It teaches about nouns through the adventures of a young girl. This song was voted number nine on the 30th anniversary DVD's top 25. What's happening? Sung by Zachary Sanders, a young boy learns about verbs from a movie starring his favorite superhero, Verb. This song was voted number 24 on the 30th anniversary DVD's top 25. Imagination. I think I plot out and I dream, turning into Moore's creation. I make, I write, I dance, I sing. When I'm feeling really active, I run, I ride, I swim, I fly. Other times when life is easy, I rest, I sleep, I sit, I lie. 
a noun Invent it, give me a noun a verb and really send it Show me how Oh, I don't know my own power Conjunction Junction Sung by Jack Sheldon This song marked Jack Sheldon's debut in the series and was voted the number one best song from the top 25 on the 30th anniversary DVD Conjunction Junction I got three favorite cars that get most of my job done. Conjunction, junction, what's their function? I got and, button, or, they'll get you pretty far. And, that's an additive, like this and that. But, that's sort of the opposite, not this, but that. And then there's or, O-R, when you have a choice like this or that. And honey, bread and butter, peas and rice. Hey, that's nice. Dirty butt, happy digging and scratching, losing your shoe and a button or two. He's poor but honest, sad but true. Interjections, sung by Esther Mohawk. This song was voted number five on the 30th anniversary DVD's top 25. With one small injection While Reginald uttered some interjections Hey, that's smart! Ouch, that hurts! Yeah, that's not fair! Giving a guy a shot down there! Interjections Hey! Excitement Yeah! Ouch! They're generally set apart from a sentence By an exclamation point Or by a comma when the feeling's not as strong mm. Unpack your adjectives a young girl and her turtle friend go camping in the forest, using adjectives to describe people, places, and things they encounter. The song was voted number 14 on the 30th anniversary DVD's Top 25. We barely had arrived, friends ask us to describe the people, places, and every last thing. So we unpacked our adjectives. Lolly, 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 get your adverbs here. Sung by Bob Dora. The use of adverbs is presented by the Lolly family, owners of a store that sells adverbs. The song was voted number three in the 30th anniversary DVD's Top 25. Is a word. That's all it is, and there's a lot of them. That modifies a verb. Sometimes a verb, sometimes. It modifies an adjective, or else another adverb. And so you see, that is positively very, very necessary. Lolly, 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 get your adverbs here. Father, 
the sun and lolly selling adverts here. Got a lot of adverts and we make it clear. So come to lolly. Hello, folks. This is Lolly Sr. saying we have every adverb in the book. So come on down and look. Rufus Xavier Sarsaparilla, sung by Jack Sheldon. This song was voted number 15 on the 30th anniversary DVD's Top 25. And I could say that Rufus found a kangaroo that followed Rufus home, and now that kangaroo belongs to Rufus Xavier Sarsaparilla. I could say that, but I don't have to, 'cause I got pronouns. I can say he found a kangaroo that followed him home, and now it is his. You see, he, him, and his are pronouns replacing the noun. Rufus Xavier Sarsaparilla, a very proper noun. And it is a pronoun replacing the noun kangaroo. How come? Now Rufus has a sister named Rafaela Gabriela Sasparella. If she found a kangaroo, I'd say to you, she found a kangaroo that followed her home, and now it is hers. But I can't say that 'cause she found an aardvark that fell in love with her, and they're so happy. Busy prepositions, sung by Bob Darrow and Jack Sheldon. A horde of working ants called the Busy Peas teach about prepositions while on the job. Preposition. Nine or ten of them do most all of the work. Of, on, to, with, in, from, by, for, at, over, across. And many others do their job, which is simply to connect. Their noun or pronoun object to some other word in the sentence. Busy peas, if you please. On the top is where you are. On the top relates to where. With a friend you'll travel far. With a friend you'll go. If you try, you know that you can fly over the rainbow. Over the rainbow is where you can fly. Busy prepositions, always on the go, like a bunch of busy bees floating pollen on the breeze. The Tale of Mr. Morton, sung by Jack Sheldon. A single man named Mr. Morton is the subject of a series of sentences describing his life and courtship with a neighbor. This episode illustrates the grammatical constructs of subject and predicate. Mr. Morton walked down the street. Mr. Morton walked. Mr. Morton talked to his cat. Mr. Morton talked. Hello, cat. You look good. Mr. Morton was lonely. Mr. Morton was. Mr. Morton is the subject of the sentence, and what the predicate says he does. Mr. Morton knew just one girl. Mr. Morton knew. Mr. Morton grew flowers for Pearl. Mr. Morton grew. Mr. Morton was very shy. Mr. Morton was. Mr. Morton is the subject of the sentence, and what the predicate says he does. America Rock, No More Kings, sung by Lynn Aarons and Bob Dora. This song was voted number 13 on the 30th anniversary DVD's Top 25. Said we're there. It may not look like home, but 
at this point, I don't care. Oh, they were missing Mother England. They swore their loyalty until the very end. Anything you say, King, it's okay, King. You know it's kind of scary on your own. Gonna build a new land the way we planned. Could you help us run it till it's grown? The Shot Heard Round the World, sung by Bob Doro. This song teaches about the American Revolution. The song was voted number 10 on the 30th anniversary DVD's Top 25. When the British fired in the early dawn, the war of independence had begun. The die was cast, the rebel flag unfurled. And on to Concord, marched the foe to seize the arsenal. There you know, waking folks searching all around. Malicious stopped them in their tracks At the old North Bridge we turned them back And chased those red coats back to Boston town And the shot heard round the world Till the start of the revolution The minute men were ready on the move Take your powder, take your gun Report to General Washington Hurry men, there's not an hour to lose The Preamble Sung by Lynn Ernst, the song teaches about the opening to the United States Constitution with its preamble set to music. The song was voted number six on the 30th anniversary DVD's Top 25. Suffer Until Suffrage, sung by Esther Moha. In this song, a star-spangled dressed woman teaches and sings about the steps women took to get their right to vote. Now you have heard of women's rights and how we've tried to reach new heights if we're all created equal. That's us too. Yeah. But you will probably not recall that it's not been too long at all since we even had the right to cast a vote. Well, well, sure, some men bow down and call this missile. Yeah. Let us hang the watch out and wash the dishes. Uh-huh. But when the time rolled around to elect a president, what did they say, sister? What did they say? They said, oh, see you later, alligator. And don't forget my potatoes cause I'm going downtown to cast my vote for president but we were suffering until suffering not a woman here could vote no matter what age in the 19th amendment struck down that restrictive rule 
I'm Just a Bill, sung by Jack Sheldon. This was voted number two on the 30th anniversary DVD's Top 25. I'm just a bill, yes I'm only a bill, and I'm sitting here on Capitol Hill. Well, it's a long, long journey to the capital city. It's a long, long wait while I'm sitting in committee. But I know I'll be a law someday, at least I hope and pray that I will. But today I am still just a bill. Hey, Bill, you certainly have a lot of patience and courage. Well, I got this far. When I started, I wasn't even a bill. I was just an idea. Some folks back home decided they wanted a law passed, so they called their local congressman, and he said, you're right, there ought to be a law. And he sat down and wrote me out and introduced me to Congress, and I became a bill. And I'll remain a bill until they decide to make me a law. The Great American Melting Pot, sung by Lori Lieberman. This song was voted number 19 on the 30th anniversary DVD's Top 25. was founded by the English, but also by the Germans, Dutch, and French. The principal still sticks, our heritage is mixed. So, so any kid could, could be, be the, the president. president. You simply melt right in. It doesn't matter what your skin, it doesn't matter where you're from or your religion. You jump right in to the great American melting pot. The great American melting pot. Fireworks, sung by Grady Tate. This song teaches about the Declaration of Independence. Red, white, and blue fireworks like diamonds in the sky. We're gonna shoot the entire works on fireworks that really show, oh yeah. We declared our liberty 200 years ago. In 1776, fireworks. there were fireworks too. The original colonist, you know that temper's blue. Like Thomas Paine once wrote, it's only common sense. That if a government won't give you your basic rights, you better get another government. And though some people tried to fight it, well, a committee was formed to write it. Benjamin Franklin, Philip Livingston, John Adams, Roger Sherman, Thomas Jefferson, they got it done. The Declaration, uh uh-huh, the Declaration of Independence in 1776. The Continental Congress said that we were free, said we had the right of life and liberty and the pursuit of happiness. Elbow Room, sung by Sue Manchester. The song was voted number 25 on the 30th anniversary DVD's Top 25. Elbow Room, Elbow Room, it's nice. 
That's when you're kind of cozy, but not when you're tangled, nose to nosey. Oh, everybody needs some elbow, needs a little elbow room. That's how it was in the early days of the USA. The people kept coming to settle, though the East was the only place there was to go. The president was Thomas Jefferson. He made a deal with Napoleon. You like to sell a mile or two, or three, or a hundred, or a thousand. And so, in 1803, the Louisiana Territory was sold to us without a fuss and gave us lots of elbow room. Oh, elbow room, elbow room. Got to, got to get us some elbow room. It's the West or bust. In God we trust, there's a new land out there. Mother Necessity, sung by Bob Durrell, Blossom Deary, Esther Mohawk, and Jack Sheldon. This song was voted number 20 on the 30th anniversary DVD's Top 25. Now old times there will soon be forgotten, for it did the work of a hundred men. Mother Necessity, where would we be? Mother Edison worked late each night. Until the fading light Little Thomas Alva Edison said I'll grow up to be a great inventor And I'll make a lamp to help my mommy see Wowee, what an excellent application of electricity He worked hard and pulled a switch He was smart and very rich Mother necessity, help us to see Three Ring Government Sung by Lynn Ahrens Debuted during season four in this song, a boy introduces the branches of the United States government using a three-ring circus as a model. Gonna have a three-ring circus someday. People will come from miles around. Lions, tigers, acrobats, and joggers, and clowns galore. Tightrope walkers, pony riders, elephants, and so much more. Guess I got the idea. Science Rock, a victim of gravity, sung by the tokens. In the late 1950s, a boy experiences misfortune due to things constantly falling as he courts his cheerleader girlfriend, Mary Jean. Down, 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 
Interplanet Janet, sung by Lynn Aarons. This song was voted number 8 on the 30th Anniversary DVD's Top 25. Sung by Bob Doro and Jack Sheldon, this song teaches about our body's digestive process and nutritional needs. I don't mean the buses, the trucks, our cars. I'm talking about the people, yeah, you know who they are. I'm a machine, you're a machine. Everybody that you know, you know they are machines. To keep your engine running, you need energy for your high-powered, revved-up body machine. Your high-powered, revved-up body machine. I'd be a fool if I said that the fuel that we needed to burn was gasoline Cause the fuel we use is the stuff called food And it puts out the power for our machine You make a stop at the filling station Fill it up one chicken sandwich to go As you start to chew, your body does it All systems go Now that sandwich contains some very important kinds of food energy for your body The chicken gives you protein, bread, carbohydrate, mayonnaise, fat and the lettuce has vitamins plus cellulose or roughage. Together, these things help keep your body machine running smoothly. The Energy Blues, sung by Jack Sheldon. Planet Earth, portrayed with a human face, tells the history of energy production and consumption in the world and raises concerns about the environment and future energy crises. Reading and writing and jiving energy. You'd think we'd be saving it up Energy You can get it by damming up a river Energy A windmill can make the breeze deliver But even with milling and damming Our needs are so much more demanding For energy We have to use some kind of fuel Cavemen use wood to start the fires Chop, chop, chop They made all the tools that they required Chop, chop, chop Inventions got more and more inspired The fires got higher and higher And clearings got wider and wider Energy They were burning about all their wood up Them not-so-dry bones Sung by Jack Sheldon. This song teaches about the human skeleton. The song is based on the traditional song Dem Bones. This song was number 23 on the 30th anniversary DVD's Top 25. Up inside of you. Mm. 
Electricity, Electricity, sung by Zachary Sanders. This song was voted number four on the 30th anniversary DVD's Top 25. Although we focused on the 1970s era, Schoolhouse Rock continued into the 1990s. For me, however, the magic happened early on. The later ones just don't seem to have the same cultural thrust. Maybe it's just my age. Not a week goes by that I'm not humming Interplanet Janet or Conjunction Junction. In high school, we were forbidden to sing the preamble when made to recite it. I know on this score I'm not alone in saying that I have been obsessed with these for years. Thank you for listening to Eclectic Obsessions. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe on iTunes. Leave me a review. All five-star reviews will be read on the show. You can follow the show on Facebook at Eclectic Obsessions, on Twitter at Eclectic Obsess One, on Instagram at Eclectic Obsessions Podcast, and on YouTube at Eclectic Obsessions. I'd love to hear what you think. Feel free to email the show at ecobpod at gmail.com. We'll be back in two weeks with a new Eclectic Obsession. <laughs>